I think my condition uh, got uh, worse and they admitted me straight to the intensive care unit where I was intubated. Before they intubated me, was I could uh, hear the voice of my son Constantine. Dad, you're here now in our hospital in New Jersey, and I will take care of you. Everything will be alright. You know, statistically, it was not it was not good. My dad's age, um, the condition that he was in, it was almost like we were all preparing for the worst, um, but hoping for the best. And that's it. They intubated me, and uh, they uh, connected me to a respirator, and I was uh, under sedation since then. It's like I was in a perpetual dream. A dream that I still can remember is somebody was pulling me up and another was pulling me down. So I decided to go for to United States to uh, pursue my uh, training or residency in surgery because that's what I wanted to be, a general surgeon. We were recruited by the uh, training hospitals here in America. So I finished my training. I started my own practice. I go to the Philippines almost uh, every year for the past 40 years to uh, do medical surgical mission because uh, I, still, I love my uh, country of origin. So to pay back, I go to the Philippines every year to help the poor people in the rural areas. I, I think the biggest inspiration was he took us, especially at a young age, every year with him to, his, um, to the medical missions of the Philippines and having a chance to actually, um, you know, watch him do surgeries and, and, and see him practice was, was probably the biggest inspiration to us. When they're off, I make rounds in the hospital. I bring them with me. So when one when they finished their high school, they came, they came back from one of our surgical missions and they told their mom, Mommy, we know what we want to do in life. We want to be doctors like Baba or like dad. And now that I needed them, they were the one who helped me the most. I continued to see my uh, patients in uh, March, I think March uh, 16, 17, I started to have flu-like symptoms. I started coughing, some fever, and I thought it's the regular flu. 
my younger brother and I, we live in North Carolina, so we decided to fly up to New York to check up on him. And so <clears throat> when we got to New York, that's when we, you know, all three of us, um, we figured out how serious the condition was. I have this so-called uh, myoplastic dysplastic syndrome. That is, uh, my bone marrow is not producing enough uh, red cells, and I am in chronic anemia. My hemoglobin is always not below seven. Plus, I have a uh, high blood pressure. Plus, because I'm a senior citizen, I have all the uh, uh, comorbidities. That's why I got the severe form of, uh, they call it ARDS, Acute Respiratory Syndrome. I think my condition uh, got uh, worse and they admitted me straight to the intensive care unit where I was intubated. Before they intubated me, was I could uh, hear the voice of my son Constantine. Dad, you're here now in our hospital in New Jersey and I will take care of you. And I could uh, vividly feel his hand stroking my hair. And that's it. They intubated me, and uh, they uh, connected me to a respirator, and I was uh, under sedation since then. It's like I was in a perpetual dream. A dream that I still can remember is somebody was pulling me up and another was pulling me down. It's like a struggle to me. Vividly, I don't understand. You know? I still could hear Constantine's voice reassuring me that uh, you're here in my hospital and uh, we'll do everything to help you. He was struggling a lot to breathe. He was getting very tired. The most challenging part for all of us was just seeing my father in that condition. And you know, statistically, it was not it was not good. My dad's age, um, the condition that he was in, it was almost like we were all preparing for the worst, um, but hoping for the best. My mom, actually, two days after my dad got admitted, she ended up um, having symptoms and getting sick. And so she developed uh, a viral pneumonia because of the coronavirus as well. And then, you know, in the blink of an eye, it was the thought of actually losing both of our parents. Um, I think that was the most challenging part. Everything will be all right. And, uh, one instance also during my recovery in, uh, in the hospital with this coronavirus, my eldest son, Constantine, was always there, you know, every, every day. He finds time to be at my bedside. And then sometimes 
you know, I don't have any control. I cannot move. So I wet myself or dirty myself. And uh, he, he cleans me up. And I said, Constantine, uh, you embarrass me. You're embarrassing me. You're a doctor already, I said. Why do you still do this for Why do you do this for me? I said, I don't do this to anybody. I do this for you because you are my baba, my dad, and I care for you. And it broke my heart. It hits me deeply. So I have tears. Each day that there was no bad news was good news. So every day um, to us was a blessing where there wasn't a complication. And every day, and, and that's the toughest part when a patient is in the ICU, it's small progress, it's good progress. Um, but we all were just, you know, we were together, we were trying to keep each other um, supported. With all the help of my, uh, the support of my family and friends and classmates, uh, I think that helped, that helped a lot. And especially because of the uh, FaceTime, my uh, oldest granddaughter, who happens to be seven years old, her name is Sophia. She calls me almost every day, and then she plays uh, piano pieces to me that she learned from piano lessons. And oh boy, how she lifted my spirit whenever she does that. Then, uh, since I was the only uh, patient in that hospital who survived, uh, went home alive, that was intubated. So they were so happy and they uh, lined up during my discharge, all the doctors and nurses who took care of me and clapping you know, for, uh, that I made it. And I told them, it's a miracle, I said. And I thank especially my three boys who brought me here. Said. And with the compassionate care and professional care I got in this hospital, and it was a miracle, I said. I'm going home alive. our prayers together, um, you know, having the belief and, and, and counting, um, you know, uh, our blessings and, and, and just, you know, staying strong with our faith and knowing that God would help all of us through this, I think was just, um, you know, something that was very, very helpful for us. You know, the way that we were brought up um, to, to trust and to uh, be supportive of each other and always count on family. And, and it's something that I think we've all tried to instill in our own families now. We knew that, um, you know, even in the hardest times, we would always be there for each other. And I but now I'm not fully recovered yet. My three sons brought me to North Carolina to continue my uh, physical therapy and my uh, daughter-in-law, Leia, who is the wife of, of Philip, is doing the physical therapy for me. Uh, when I left the hospital, when uh, I woke up, 
I cannot even lift my arms or my leg and it's high from the bed. And now I'm able to, uh, with the help of uh, Leia, I'm able now to go to the bathroom alone. Yeah, I think I've done so much already, practicing over 40, 41 years. I will uh, retire and uh, whatever uh, the Almighty wants me to do from this second life of mine, I will accept it. If he wants me to continue my uh, medical surgical mission in the Philippines or other uh, developing, developing countries in the world, I will do that. Travel, enjoy the kids, enjoy the grandchildren, play with them, and maybe I will do some uh, gardening. My wife and I uh, are very proud of them, and I think uh, we train them well. We love you, Georgia, and we spend time with you. We love you, Lola. We love to hear your stories about your Lola and your mama. Hi, Lola. We love you. I love hearing stories about your father and your mother. You know, my dad is my best friend. He is um, he's my role model. He is the inspiration as to why I became a physician. And um, Baba, I love you. And uh, thank you so much for everything that you've done for, for me and our entire family. My positive message to all those suffering from the uh, virus. Stay strong, have uh, hope and determination, especially those who were intubated like me. Don't lose hope, keep fighting and pray. Prayer is very important, I said. And maybe you will get your own miracle, I don't. That's how I got it, I survived it. Oh. Yeah.